Is there anything to talk I, about this week? Right. Uh, it's quiet. Very quiet. Mm-hmm. Almost too yes. quiet. I can't uh, see anything. I... <laughs> is this thing on? Where, where do you want to start, this... I guess, is the question. Are these actually Apple goggles? or? <laughs> okay, we're starting with the goggles. I don't know. What, did you, what would you think you'd start with? I mean, you, so you want to start with the watch? Do you want to watch your 10? way up, or do you want to or do you want to start at the top and work your way down, I guess? I think you, you got to eat your entree first before, I don't know, or is this the dessert? I can't tell. No, oh, that's a good well, question. I, you know, honestly, it's, it's the, the most expensive, one so of, it's probably the entree. Yeah. One of my biggest thoughts following the event was how they had made a lot of really good announcements surrounding a bunch of other stuff, and you immediately forget about all of them, because all you're going to think about is the goggles. <laughs> and the goggles do something. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I get the reference. Yeah, reference thank you. Oh, I got it, too. Lobbed it up there for you. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the goggles. The Sorry, spatial computer. Spatial computer. I prefer computers. So, Dan, you've you used you, you have used some other goggles. Is that right? You're the only. Are you the only one here? Who uh, has I, any frame of reference for this. I have you very briefly used other VR stuff, but it was many years ago now. Okay. So I don't know even yeah. how current that that really is. Yeah, I mean my um, my. So there's there's Meta. There's there's the um, PlayStation One. There's a few others. I don't know, the, the, is Microsoft still making the Microsoft's no. not making HoloLens? Anymore. No, the HoloLens yeah. is gone. Right, and that would be the one that I would think would be the closest. Like that would make a stab at computing as opposed to just gameplay. Yes, the technology on them is very different. Mm-hmm. Like the way, like there was a really funny uh, a HoloLens engineer went on a rant in a Twitter thread. And it was one of those classic, like, they didn't address these these problems that we dealt with for a long time in the HoloLens, so good luck to them if they're going to, like, they didn't talk about any of this stuff. And then someone's <laughs> like, yeah, it's a totally different technology. He's like, I seem to have fundamentally misunderstood what this product is. <laughs> uh, which was a great moment. Um, mm. But, I mean, because, like, the, the HoloLens was literally, like, a transparent, it was, like, more like a heads-up display, where, like, the glass part was transparent, but it projected stuff onto it, you know, mm-hmm. closer to something like Google Glass, whereas right. this is legit, like, you were looking at screens that are relaying information from cameras on the outside, right? And then overlaying with, like, the whole software layer. Yeah. The So, I mean, all right. I, I I may have commented on this very podcast that uh, whatever Apple is going to unveil, I wasn't going to get one, and it's not for me. Um, that's still true, but it was certainly cooler than I expected, right? Like, um, you know, from from their limited demos that were prepackaged on video, it, there's some stuff about this thing that's neat. But as I was, I talked about with John directly a bit, talked about Dan a little bit because Dan was busy; he was there. Um, this this device makes me very uncomfortable and like <laughs> I, I know i'm not alone in that sentiment but like it surprises me how uncomfortable it makes it me. surprised me too <laughs> from, from like hearing your reactions to it as we were texting a bit there's a the there's a polar, polarizing lens joke to be made here but uh <laughs> yeah yeah it's a very polarizing device i think i, I think it's complex i agree i'm with you i like i think there are things that they decisions they made in terms of how to market and show this off 
that are highly questionable and may have been missteps misfires oh, and i yeah, think they'll watch sure. some of that back yeah but agreed. it's like yeah. the the fact that you know you know showing the dad <laughs> or i can't remember, it was a pair i think it was a dad wearing the goggles while or wearing the goggles. now you're gonna you know, call goggles <laughs> but wearing the headset while they're talking to their kid like it wasn't exactly that it was i think really what made me feel truly like some nausea like i felt it in my stomach it just felt some general discomfort was and I'm certainly not the only person who is, but I don't want to live in a world where people are always wearing these all the time. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. what I think made me uncomfortable. Well, and it's, do you think it would be it, different just out of curiosity? Like, because what interested me about seeing how they showed this off is the very clear to my mind suggestion of kind of where, where they're trying to go like 10 years down the road. Mm-hmm. Like this is very much designed around the limitations of the technology right. as it's available today. Right. I think they'd love something that was much more Classes. permeable, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I think that's where they want to go, but you just you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think your reaction would be similar in that kind of situation, Lex? Like, I, I would understand if it was. I, I'm just curious. I think... <sighs> I th- I think yes because that I, I had the same thought process like what if this was in contact lenses because I definitely don't want to wear glasses I spent a lot of money in my life <laughs> to have to not wear glasses and I don't want to wear glasses unless they're sunglasses and so what I think if they like, were if sunglasses were... <laughs> then yes I'm all in. no but you like, have to wear them all if, the time though like like Roy Orbison it, or something it basically like uh, listen I like a lot of Pixar movies I I didn't love Wally the way some people did but it, it had such a Wally vibe to me this, this just this idea that nobody's actually looking like we apple has talked about tim cook himself has talked about how the apple watch in part exists to help us untether from our phones right like here's a way that you can be a little bit less obsessed with your phone and having a thing where maybe we're all looking at screens all the time but we can still pop into each other's lives it felt very unappley dystopian to me (laughs) it felt like the wrong side uh, of the 1984 video they spent a long time talking about how much they don't like all the emphasis of we don't want to cut you off yeah. from everyone. Right. Well, so we're going to put robot right. eyes on the front. Well, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a very weird sort of take. Yeah, I mean, and so I understand the problem with wearing headsets to date, right? It completely cuts you off from everybody else. And it also completely cuts you off from the your environment, which I think is a bigger problem. And I think one that is well addressed by this device and rightly de- addressed by this device but the thing the thing that's weird about it is when you have like you know oculus a headset on you don't see anything else and so you do have to deliberately take them off to address people right to live in the people world and apple is trying to sort of it seems like they're trying to have their cake and eat it too right they're 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 trying to address that and say that's a problem but you can do both and I think a lot of people are saying, no, please do not do both. <laughs> just well, do, like, just do okay one thing, this is, okay? It's okay if this is an isolation device, right? If this mm-hmm. is an isolation device. Like, the, I, I, I listen, this was a very, very cool keynote overall, I thought. I think the technology on display in Apple Vision Pro is very impressive it, it, and yes, even awe-inspiring. Yeah. But I still had moments, and we'll get to some of them, where I just get pissed off at Apple keynote language for how they talk. And I know this is like my constant refrain after every keynote, but 
they they talk about this is great for the office. It's very clearly not great for the office <laughs> unless it's a home office. Like you, it makes no sense to say let's have everybody return to office and put fucking headsets on where they're isolated from each other. Like it's, it's idiotic, and it's okay if this is a device that's about. Listen, we all do a lot of work alone at our computers. <laughs> and that's if if we want to say, hey, here's a way you can do that that's more immersive or whatever for two hours, and your face gets hot, and your forehead hurts, fine. But I I I, I don't know. It's it. I, I let, they could have said, by the way, if you're worried that this is too isolating, don't worry. When somebody like gets into your field of view, we'll tell you. Okay. But not, here's a great way to experience memories of times with your kids yeah. when you weren't paying attention because you're wearing a fucking headset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you on that front. I thought that that scene with the like, especially because the way they shot it was like, oh, you can relive the memory of this birthday party. And it's like, but it didn't <laughs> yeah. show you like the first time At they the, showed yeah. that it didn't show the person wearing the headset. And I'm mm-hmm. sitting there thinking like. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The idea of being able to take a 3D picture that you could then like relive yeah. in that scenario is incredible, right? But yeah, yeah I don't want to wear a fucking I headset. Think, I think Jason maybe in, mentioned yeah. this, that the idea, I mean, eventually is that you, know, you won't iPhone. use the headset yeah. to take those, but uh, you'll use your phone or something else. And so you'll be a little yeah. bit more yeah, present which is in that much moment. Much more so, much more palatable i yes, think but right yeah right. but then I, don't I, show i mean like don't show the recording part <laughs> right i mean that's the thing where it felt like i'm kind of with you with the idea of if this is a thing that you wear at your desk or on the plane or sitting on your couch when you're like just hanging out like when you might normally be playing a video game or some other yeah. solo activity all of those i think good use cases and even having the permeability to like if somebody walks up to you and like you're able to talk to them or whatever, like I think that's fine too. But it yeah, reached they, they, a little they too far the into the life that, changing. Think, right? They, yeah. Listen, there's, there's three hosts on this show, and there are three wives in, in our lives combined. <laughs> and any one of them would call any of us an asshole if we talked to them without taking that fucking thing off our heads. <laughs> I'm already getting in trouble for Tears of the Kingdom. So <laughs> I mentioned this this product to my wife while I was calling her from uh, while I was at Apple Park, and I mentioned it costs thirty five hundred dollars, and she's like, "We're not getting one." I was like. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I was talking which to was another, which was another hilarious bit from the keynote because we've obviously talked about this quite a bit, and we, I think we all, I think our general consensus was, yeah, there's a good chance it won't cost thirty thousand dollars. And I guess, I guess we were right, but right. in the wrong direction. I laughed out loud. So did I. <laughs> As did I. Yes, but I was sitting. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tim could hear you. Yeah, Tim was very upset. I got kicked out. No, uh, I, I, for on the one hand, the the sheer chutzpah. I have no better word of saying like, yeah, we know all those rumors about it. Three thousand dollars. Fuck that. We're going to thirty five hundred. Yeah, is Apple at its most Apple-y? Well, honestly, I I did imagine some. Uh, angst at Apple, right? Because they knew what the price was, and they saw what the stories were, and when the story is leaked that it's going to be $3,000, you're like, yeah, it would probably be less than that, and that story's out yeah. there, now what do you do? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I, I understand that, like, from all accounts, and I only, I saw the headset for, like, on a table, I did not get to try it, so I don't know anything, can't speak to the, you know, build quality or whatever, but, you know, it is an Apple device made with Apple's usual specifications. Yeah. And if I'm sure if they had wanted to make compromises to make a different device, but this is the device they wanted to make and it's cost what it's going to cost. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, have no doubt that it's it's worth what 
with the prices really just, it's I just mean, it's just it's technology. out of my price range anyway you know and at two thousand dollars it was probably going to be out of the price range. i probably wasn't sure. going to jump yeah. on one anyway so but the, you look the difference at, you look doesn't at the really stuff make, that went into this right and matter. you're like mm-hmm. yeah when they show it's the interior easy to see why it costs that much they showed the interior yeah. of that thing and how the lenses move and i was like oh my god it was also yeah. that was also a little bit freaky too <laughs> strapping some I, sort of I, do, torment do other devices, to my face. Do other devices in this space use your eyeballs as the pointer today? Or is no, that an no, that's not really. That's, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's me is like yeah. the key magic yeah. of it, right? And, and the gesture and I wonder, recognition, I think, is... Yeah, the hand yeah. and yeah. eye control, and I've been watching some of the WWDC sessions about this, and it looks, the software looks incredible. Like, the stuff that they have done to make that work is just amazing, and I, part of me wonders if the real like success of this might be adapting some of those things to other, like how many other products might come out of this, right? It might not be, you know, in the end of the day, maybe this, like a lighter, cheaper version of this device is not the ultimate goal, but maybe there are ways that the other tech it's leveraged into some other product down the road because yeah. right. This is how you're going to drive the cars by looking right. and, where you want and to And use go. your little steering wheel motion. <laughs> Um, you could even imagine wait, wait, at some point you're going to drive the car by looking where you want it to go I hope a kid doesn't <laughs> yeah, run right. into the street <laughs> hey there's a kid there's, hey, hey there's Lex over there <laughs> no don't accelerate um, but I, I could imagine one day that you could interact with your phone in a similar way right where your, your eyes can at least do some control yeah. Yeah, absolutely or your Mac uh, but, <laughs> not, um, your, not your Mac mini though and well, I, 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 listen I th- I think it's it's cool, and if if somebody had one, would I want to you know try it out? Of course, but even when I was thinking about like the airplane use case, I love to watch movies on my iPad on an airplane. Part of what I love about it is, uh, if I want to keep the movie up, and I've got my my AirPods Max on, and then somebody texts me, I can answer from my phone and keep watching. When I watch TV at home, I'm typically also going to have a device where I can text at the same time. Yes, I could look away, you know, have a screen over on my side where I'm going to send back iMessage, but that's not what you want to do when you're watching a giant movie on your goggles. So, like, some of it, like, even just the use cases feel a little bit odd to me, because I, I don't, I'm never, and this is a limitation of me as a human, I guess, but I'm never in a mood where I'm like, let me only watch this movie and do nothing else, which is what I feel like it's best suited for. Lex, I, ha- I, can, I can override that for you with just a simple override pitch. It, Ready? It's not playing with Lex and Dan, but we're both wearing oh my gosh. <laughs> Vision Pros and share playing our experience with each other from, from across this vast Can, can I see your, your dead, emotionless face at the same time? <laughs> you can see a simulacrum of it. <laughs> yeah, that's another place where I think this is, I mean, again, limitations of technology, but also I think a bad idea. Those persona things look creepy as fuck. I saw somebody today had an They say image. it's going to get better. Well, of sure. course. Yeah. One, one assumes it's yeah. not getting worse. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, somebody had an image today of how uh, in the, like, one thing they're working towards is currently it looks like a FaceTime call with the person right where they're in the like box. And that in the future one, it will actually be more of a 3D, like, Im- like like the same image they showed of people coming into view when they, like, are physically near you. It would be the same sort of thing where it's actually, like, a three-dimensional model rather than bounded by, like, a video conferencing window. So they're clearly working towards that. And I get it. I mean, I just, I think Apple's, Apple's commitment to fidelity there is, I think, a bad idea. Because it's just, it's a real big struggle. To me, they look like... 
video game cutscene renders essentially, which is like mm-hmm. it's good. I mean, like it's impressive, but like but the idea fake. that it's somebody, another, an actual person is right. just nah. yeah. It's it's interesting to me how some of this was clearly a little bit last minute on the decision train, not the technology, but like um, apparently some of the videos that came out today or this week um at wwdc uh still referred to xr os as opposed to vision os um and like it has those built-in speaker things that are near your ears but not on your ears but in some of the videos people were wearing airpods and maybe i I assume you could do that too if you were so inclined but it's it they're they're pre-announcing in this case i think not to scare off competition but because they do want to have a bunch of developer apps and they know the developers will need time but it's it's a pretty far out announcement right for yeah. a new hardware yeah, an entirely sure. new hardware yeah, i mean well, early I mean, early next year an apple speak can easily be you know like june 2025 <laughs> yeah. or yeah that, or 2025 mean, it's it's a bit further out than i think the sort of the iphone original iphone right yeah but yes. which was six months or so and i think similarly the uh, original apple tv was about six months the watch was also about six seven months i think so it's definitely further out but it's also clearly a more complex project than right. almost any of those so that doesn't surprise me, but I also wonder Which is because kind of wild the, to think about. A lot of the rumors were about them already being at work on the next versions, right? And I mean, that doesn't shock me either because once the treadmill starts, it doesn't stop. As Lex can tell you, that's a, that's a recall <laughs> issue. Joke, yeah. uh, um, but you know, I, they're, I, they're ready to make the recall repair later this year. Just so you know, I got that email. But uh, I think you know. Th- it's going to be fascinating to see a how how frequently this product gets revised, b how broad this product line is, right? How many different models are we talking? Are there there've already been talk of like a cheaper model that's in the works? What things do you trade off for the price tag is my question. Well, it's it's definitely interesting to me to think about who would be the early adopters on this one because this is not a product I want 1.0 of. The phone I wanted 1.0 of and didn't get, right? I waited until the iPhone 3G. But this one, even if it were the product for me, like it's so new in so many ways that it feels like it can't possibly have it all right. right? Like sure, I do sure, think that yeah. there's something truly hilarious about the fact that it's pretty and understandably pretty limited battery life. And like you need to be plugged into that. Like they just kind of said, and you to keep it lighter on your face, you're gonna plug it into this thing. Okay. But like that's not great. Like this is not they talk about how you can watch a movie on the airplane with it, but it's two hours, so it better not be a Lord of the Rings movie. You can um, run it tethered. <laughs> if you plug it in, yeah. it will go all day for sure. as long as you need. But like yeah, me too. Until the, power <laughs> grid, until the power grid goes down, yeah. Yeah, which was fast because it draws a lot of yeah, energy. That's right. No, I mean, the, the battery pack thing, I don't know. I kind of come down to, I think it is the most practical solution. I've talked with a lot of people who've used VR headsets that have built-in batteries, and they're they're very heavy, and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and... I can totally understand that. Like that, that makes sense to me as a trade-off. Yeah. Uh, inconvenient though it is. Um, and two hours of battery life. Yeah, like you said. I mean, honestly, if it means it, and if it means that people are not going to be wearing them out and about, that's that's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a great think, point. I don't think anybody. I cannot imagine anybody someone wearing this. People. Oh, why would you? Someone leave the is house? definitely going to do it. You know, of the, course, you know someone is going do to it. do it. You're going to see them at Starbucks. People are going to work at Starbucks wearing those. No question. Yeah. I see people bring IMAX. People like, well, yeah, right. Sure. Uh, I mean, and even that, I don't mind so much as long as you're not like walking around with it and pretending that, like, yeah, I, I'm just a normal, normal person wearing a headset. Like, <laughs> this is a perfectly normal human thing to do. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm I mean, surprised. They're fairly unobtrusive that... in terms of at least the utility of it, like uh, based on the, the way that you control it. If you were just sitting there in a coffee shop on your headset, I don't know. You're not bothering anybody, I guess. They didn't show anybody using a keyboard, right? Like yes. the, everybody who was yeah, did. they think, did. Well, at least some, there are images of that. Yeah, there's both. Yeah, they I was did, drinking pretty heavily. They okay. did briefly show a virtual keyboard, and you can use you right. know a, a standard Bluetooth keyboard. Bluetooth. Yeah, a yeah. virtual keyboard makes no sense to me in this case. I, I, I get thought, how I they want to work. The, it is interesting if you do, um, if, you're, if you're out and about at the Starbucks and you forgot your keyboard. They're, they showed <laughs> yeah, it sure. in use in one of the um, developer videos that talks about touch interactions and how you do it. And I think again. Watching those, they have spent a lot of time thinking about this, and there's definitely issues with it because there's no tactile feedback, right? And that's just not a thing that's easy to fix. But given that, they're still doing a lot to try and and make it work yeah. in the virtual yeah. environment. So I, it's better I, than not I having heard there's it. Audio, yeah. There is audio feedback. There's audio feedback, yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of this seems to be playing with audio feedback as the primary feedback because don't you can't really do visual and audio feedback is all you can do right you can't do tactile mm-hmm. feedback so right yeah i don't know i mean i i the 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 os that stuff i still i do think looks really amazing i mean and i i wish i'd gotten a chance to try it out and i'm really like curious like when am i going to ever get a chance to try it out i guess they said it will be there will be an apple store experience of some kind but yeah, yeah. I it's gonna. This is not a thing. I feel like most people want to buy sight unseen. No <laughs> <laughs> I would hope not. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, listen, anyway. it's it's obviously impressive, and it's it seems like everybody at Apple is working on this in some way. Is <laughs> the vibe you get from the internet these days? Uh, and i I don't mean to. I don't mean for my discomfort uh, with the product line to be like, okay, so you, you've wasted your time. Like clearly this is brilliant. And like you were both saying, like this technology will find lots of ways for Apple to exploit for goodness. Um, but <laughs> exploit. that's a great, sake. I'm going to make that t-shirt exploit for goodness. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I don't know how small it can get. I don't know how small it should get. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there, there's there's a lot that I find very disconcerting mm-hmm. about it, and I still want to play with somebody else's. <laughs> <laughs> Another T-shirt, I'm, but I'm not going to make one. Mm-hmm. Um, That's for a different sizes. <laughs> the, face, the face that launched, a, or the face headset that launched a thousand good T-shirts. I am, we I have, am, intri- so much... I am intrigued long term in the you know in spatial computing. Honestly, um, I think that's the most interesting aspect of it uh, that I didn't appreciate before seeing the device and i'm interested in how they address all these issues that we've been talking about with how you use the thing and and what the you know, more more of, of it as a mac than as an entertainment mm-hmm. device i think yeah um but the the thing i will say is it feels very it reminds me of the apple watch launch in a lot of ways but more so because the apple watch launch i think you know they made a big deal of a out of sending somebody a heartbeat and you know and and touch and stuff like that which nobody really uses the watch for and i'm getting the feeling there's a lot of aspects of that to this device as well they threw a bunch right, of stuff I think they out don't know there. people are gonna use it for they, exactly. yeah they threw a bunch of stuff out there and they're not exactly well either they have an idea and they don't want to show it yet um I don't think that's the case yeah i think if they had a strong like this is the thing that will get everybody to use it they would have put it up there i don't know it may well my my think my point though is that they're not they're not ready to show that not that they don't 
know what it is or think that it's appealing. What else could it be? Um, well, I think with like with the Apple Watch, a lot of the health stuff wasn't ready. Um, and I think they I had think they had a long term idea. I think they did have a long term idea with the watch that they wanted to do a lot of health stuff, but they didn't. They couldn't ship it. In, I'm not convinced. In the first I'm not convinced they knew at that point that that was exactly what they wanted to do. But yeah, okay. I, well, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I would, don't know. That's just my that's my gut feeling. Wait, you don't know? <laughs> I don't know. Why I listen to the show, but I I actually really expected that they were going to show some kind of significant fitness use case with yeah, this which that, they did not. that surprised me actually because maybe I, because the thing is too freaking heavy in your pocket yeah, so I, like, yeah, you know, yeah, and, well and jason and, talked about it not fitting all that well like <laughs> yeah not well, fitting with lex and dan is our new vision pro new podcast exercise podcast i i think it's all yeah there, there is still probably a heavy-ish device maybe it's just not as comfortable to do i mean i don't know the vr exercise stuff seems to be really popular but at the same time it always struck me as very awkward so i don't know well, we have so much to talk about because there, there were other things too, believe it or not, and more, plenty more to say about this. But I want to mention we have an exclusive sponsor for this week's episode, this post WWDC keynote episode, and it's our dear, dear friends at Zocdoc. This episode of the Rebound is brought to you by Zocdoc. I have to choose one of four intros, and they're all so good, it's like impossible. But I'm going to go with this one. It sucks when you go to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and helping you along, the doctor's checking the clock or playing with their Vision Pro. <laughs> on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun, including some caused by the sun. I am one of the millions of ZocDoc users. Uh, I frequently use it to make dermatologist appointments because, man, every doctor in my, and I don't know if this is true everywhere, but in, in my area, every doctor has like five offices and I never know when they're going to be in the one that's close to me. I don't want to go to Red Bank when I live in Manalapan. So I can use ZocDoc to be like, hey, I want to find availability in this office on this day with this doctor who takes my insurance. And it just works. <laughs> I make next day appointments pretty, pretty frequently. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com rebound and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's a fact, Jack. That's ZocDoc.com slash rebound. ZocDoc.com slash rebound. Our thanks to ZocDoc for their support of this show and healthy skin. I'm, serious, I'm not going to lie. When you said uh, every doctor in my area has five offices, my first thought was those aren't doctors, Lex. You should stop, <laughs> stop going to those mob fronts. <laughs> Yeah, we got we, we got plenty of those here in Jersey. So. Yeah, really. Yeah, we can take care of that problem for you. Red Bank, am I right? <laughs> I don't, I don't so know where that I, is. I was, <laughs> I was really um, quite pleased with a lot of the iOS and macOS updates that I talked about. I, I I thought this was like a really good one. All killer, no filler. Okay, some filler, but I thought there was a lot of good stuff. There is a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I agree. I I think that this was a. Uh, you know, all right, that's our show. Yeah. Was, all right, good night. All right, everyone agrees. Wait, we, didn't uh, do, we didn't do questions. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, but like, you know, uh, they went like an hour and 20 on everything else. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, that and, was, you know, start, that was exciting, right? I mean, that was, you it know, was. they get into like an hour and 20. It's like, oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> Where is it going to go? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't I know. I thought it was sweet, by the way, that Tim went to the Steve Jobs Theater to say one more thing. I thought that was, that was a nice one. <laughs> But uh, I, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. Um, I mean, new Macs for one, two. Uh, yeah. Very, 
Very interesting to see them. I mean, that 15-inch MacBook Air, I was totally wrong about them rolling it out beforehand. Uh, but I guess because they had like the studio as well and the pro to talk about, they're like, let's just do it all at once. Um, Weirdly, Amazon already discounting that 15-inch MacBook Air on Amazon.com. Really? I saw that today. Really? Yeah. It's like 100 bucks so less. Weird. Um, I, I, I mean, those are not, they're not super exciting computers because they're kind of just different, slightly different versions of computers that we had before, but like, it's good that they're there. Even the Mac pro. I mean, most, you know, but yeah, that's probably the most interesting of them. I would say it's it's basically the Mac studio. It's the Mac studio in a 2019 Mac pro case. You can add certain expansion cards too. Yeah. I'm curious about that because a lot of people are talking about the graphics Mm -hmm. card thing and I, and I, I wondered if it was actually a limitation or it just comes down to the simple fact, two things that they occurred to me. One, I doubt any third-party GPUs have drivers that work on Apple Silicon, right? Because why would you spend your time? If you're, you know, AMD or NVIDIA, why are you going to spend your time writing drivers for a platform that has its own GPUs? Yeah. Um, Two. And for a machine that doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, too. I mean, up to, uh, up and to even now. now for a machine that's right. going to sell very few. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I feel like on the Apple side of things, it <laughs> the idea of them saying like, "Oh, you can pop in your own graphics card" is tantamount to saying that they're, "Oh, our GPUs aren't good enough," right? And I think Apple is super like that's just not a thing Apple's going to do. Is going to be like, if yeah. you don't think our GPUs are good enough, fuck you is more of an Apple approach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I'm not shocked they weren't there, but on the other hand, I feel like it wouldn't have hurt them to to bury the hatchet with NVIDIA and just be like, and we support the latest NVIDIA GPUs yeah. for the workflows that you need them for, yeah. right? It's, like, it just, is great. It's interesting, interesting to me that the people who I imagine are the ones who may actually buy this machine are the ones who would care more about having the fastest possible GPU performance that they could get. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and listen, I think this computer will sell uh, to the the expensive need having pros who use it. I thought it was interesting that they also talked about like here, like <laughs> it was in the keynote right, where they're like SNL uses mm. these Mac Studios to broadcast each episode. Like they're saying, you can do a whole lot just on the studio. So like, I think it's a very small subset of users that they think the Mac Pro applies to mm-hmm. at this point because they consider it's, the studio to be their pro computer. It was a fascinating point made by. Um, David Sparks, when I was talking to him after the event about five, no, four years ago, the last pre-pandemic WWDC was where they introduced the 2019 Mac Pro. And that was like the centerpiece of that announcement. They had a whole like area set up with all these creatives showing you all the things. It was huge. It was this huge thing. And today and this, this year, it's like an afterthought. There were a few in the demo area including one that was all opened up so you could see all the the internals and whatever. But like gross. It was like a thing they tossed off, right? Like this thing that 4 years ago was the flagship, you know, of the Apple existence in some way. Like we made this and we spent all this $400 for wheels, you know. <laughs> we we spared no expense and now they're like, yeah, we also got this. The thing. Anybody does anybody need one of these? <laughs> because well, the yeah. Mac Studio exists and frankly, right. it it eats a lot of that market. Yeah, because there's a I lot honestly, of people who don't need a Mac Pro. I spent a few minutes looking at that new Mac Studio, being like, "What? Well, maybe I should buy a new Mac Studio." And then I decided, "No, I'm just fine." But uh, it's, it's a nice all, machine. Th- those those new computers are, are compelling. Like they they they've nailed this. That's all. I'm just saying it. They're good at this. They're good yeah. at these computers, you guys. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Right. It doesn't. Yeah, right. So the Mac Pro doesn't seem like 
it's as good as it could be maybe but it doesn't matter it also doesn't it also doesn't seem like maybe this is uh i mean i've not my original idea but it also doesn't seem like maybe it's not long for this world yeah like right i don't know how many more years you need to sell the mac pro i gotta be honest like Mm -hmm. it feels like a holdover from the intel but they made it and so like to me that absolutely why'd they make it then but they i I don't think you make it if you assume that it's your last one that that feels weird that's fair but at the same time it kind of felt like minimal effort (laughs) it's like we've got the chassis we've got the board a little self-defeating from the from the mac studio we just slap one of those in those chassis and you're good to go right i mean yes it won't sell that well and then we can say okay we're we're all in on the studio we tried everybody You guys don't actually want it. You lied to us. (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody out there will say, well, that's not what we wanted. We wanted the ability to expand our storage and expand our memory. And Apple's like, yeah, that's not happening. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. Uh, I don't know. It's it's the market shifted, right? Apple Silicon changed the the way that the Mac, uh, the product lines worked, I think. And and that's fine. Also, I mean, again, it's a percent of a percent. The, the Mac Pro market. It's, it's I, so I do small. still struggle, and I understand why it's not their market, but people were talking about their, their trade-in prices when they were looking to see if they wanted to buy new Macs and we're going to trade in their old ones. And like, just given what Apple charges for storage alone, <laughs> where like a, uh, actually like a terabyte's like yeah. $1,000 or something, like, but they're offering for, uh, somebody posted, yeah, for my four terabyte whatever, they're offering me $1,100, which is less than just the storage. I don't know. It seems crazy to me. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a buyer's market, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, I'm buying. Yeah, if I if the if the M2 Mac Studio had been there when I was buying the Mini, I don't know that I. I mean, I think I probably would have still ended up buying the Mini, but it would have been a harder choice because you yeah. start upping the you know the Mac Mini, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, it's it's it comparable, very, right? <laughs> yeah, which you know by design. So yeah, no, it works well. They they yeah. they have the laid out works. that lineup very well. <laughs> The system works for Apple, not for you. So shifting, pivoting. Yes. What iOS 17 features are you most excited about? Um, I I kind of was intrigued by uh, uh, name drop, which I also love the name. The I name is great. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel like that's going to be something I would use very much. A couple people predict that name early. <laughs> yeah. No. I I honestly I it's as much though. as I think name drop is interesting. Um, I want to see if it works because if it works as well or not as AirDrop historically has, then I'm less excited. But I do think just the idea of those cards as a thing that you can customize, yeah. like it's the right level of customization yeah, where everybody's looks exactly the same pretty much. <laughs> um, but I like that. I think that's a nice, like it's, uh, it, it makes sense to me as a feature. I assume you can limit it to just your contacts versus getting random ding dongs pointing at you. Yeah. Although spam well, wait, how, wait, how can it be limited to just your contacts when that's what you're getting? So here's how it works. When it, somebody calls you, I'm saying. Yeah, it's kind of like the um, your contact picture and messages. It basically yeah. uses the same exact system for that, right? Where it's like it can it can tell uh, somebody that you're you're texting with, or right. in this case, okay. calling, like that you have a contact picture, and you can sort of accept that. Um, right. And it does. I will say there is the feature uh, they mentioned uh, that it can um, iOS can now blur sensitive images, and that includes <laughs> contact cards. Yeah. So. And it feels like those features go dick in hand, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris Evans we'll is dying for this feature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, but I, I don't, I, um, 
I, I do think that's a cool feature. I think that the uh, some of them felt like, oh, of course you should do that. Like basically having the phone do what the watch has done for eons, where when you turn it on its side, it's like a little nightstand clock, and now your phone can be oh, that yeah, little that, nightstand. That clock. one makes me laugh because it's so transparently feels like the HomePod with the screen software. Basically, is mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we we have the software to build that. <laughs> we mm-hmm. just need to do it. Like it, it felt exactly like what you were looking for if you had a HomePod with a screen. So yeah. I will not be shocked if that. It appears in the next year. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, I, yeah, go ahead, Lex. I'm curious about how the, the live voicemail works. It looks to me like it's not using your cell carrier's voicemail. It's given so that you can jump into phone the phone. Picks, my understanding is your phone yeah. answers it and then That's what I think it has yeah, to records it. And then if you don't interrupt it, it like uploads it to your voicemail, basically. I love so, how it looks like, you know, <laughs> lyrics. From, from music i think that's uh, just when lex like, leaves just me like singing, singing along to your voicemail yeah hey lex it's your doctor's <laughs> office come and get that mole checked out did you and use so Dan, I've been, sock doc i've been i've been following your your posts on Mastodon about this and you dan was even kind enough that he texted me and molts knowing that we were a couple minutes behind he was like oh my god they, they have the instant emoji reactions for iMessage it, it seems like it's not working yet in the beta you're on is that right yeah so the upshot seems to be it's a it's a separate option it's not directly integrated into the tap back menu um yeah, it's yet. that you know when you tap and hold and then it pops up that context menu along with the tap backs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh it's it's an there's an add sticker option in there shown in the keynote anyways that's how they showed it that that option does not appear on my ipad os 17 beta that i've seen um so you can access the stickers section in that new pop-up menu they showed you and you can make new stickers and all that but i haven't found a way to attach them messages other than trying to drag them which i tried to do to him in a in a message to you earlier lex and i don't think it even went through frankly <laughs> so i it, didn't see that it, yep it's not i don't think it's what we wanted exactly but i guess it's it, one step closer it, it may work the way like again we it doesn't seem to be working yet so i'm i can't say exactly what the implementation is but maybe <laughs> qualified maybe hmm. I, I really like that they can they're now doing like transcriptions of audio messages because mm-hmm. I have friends who love to send audio messages and it seems so dumb that they don't give you transcriptions. <laughs> um it's it's all my European friends. It's it's all the rage outside ah, of this. Wait, country. wait. <laughs> um iMessage advanced search seems like very overdue. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I, that Those are things seems I was to exist in files as well. I was playing around with files today and I, I it had the same sort of thing where it can like like with Apple Mail's been able to do where it sort of tokenizes things. Like as you type, it's like, ah, oh, this person. And then like in, in files, you could type like um, name contains blah or, um, you know, file type is. <laughs> my friend Joey blah blah. Joey blah blah. Who's my doctor? He has five <laughs> locations. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. The, the thing I'm most excited about, honestly, is the autocorrect fixes. <laughs> well, yeah. I, was, I, knew, so we were gonna get, I knew we were going to get there. <laughs> That's what I want. It's yeah. been it's been paining me. How do bad. you believe them? So I, that's that's the thing. I, I will have to see it to believe it. Right. Two things that make me feel positive or optimistic about it. One, the mention that it, it tunes on device as opposed to it was using essentially like outsourced stuff before, like and that just caused disasters sometimes. That's how you would end yeah. up with those super weird predictive text things. Because it was basically making, you know, inferences based on how everybody types, which is just a terrible idea. Um, so that seems good. And 
Two, I can say from the iPadOS 17 beta that they've streamlined the interface, at least. Because it used to be there was like four different ways you could correct an error. Like, because it was like, they kind of just kept building new systems on top of each other. And they seem to have streamlined that and, and made it much more simpler. So I, that's good. I'm just interested to see, you know, whether this works as much when I'm, I mean, I don't type the same way on my iPad that I type on my iPhone. I type much more slowly. So I'm interested to see how it works on the iPhone too, but I haven't taken yeah. that plunge yet. There's uh, I, I'm excited about all the password mm-hmm. and passkey stuff they talked about, including the sharing. Yeah. And I think we can thank listener Zach Knox because now you can autofill verification codes that go to your email, which I'm actually very excited about. I think he, uh, Zach also talked about that you can uh, it'll you can shoot, turn on automatically deleting those texts with codes, which yeah. is great. Yeah, that is <laughs> the uh, password sharing thing is really cool because, as far as I can tell, it's not limited to your like uh, iCloud family sharing. And you can create multiple groups. So I could be like, oh, I need to share the rebound passwords with Lex and John, but also I need to share passwords with my wife. You can just make different groups and share. It basically lets you select which passwords to share. It seems really good. That That's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about the update to Siri. Where you can just say Siri. <laughs> One, because how are we ever going to talk about it again? Everybody or two, is. because there's a person in my house yeah. named Sierra. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Anytime I yeah, say hey to gonna, Sierra, it, boy, it oh, seems boy. like there is no way it's going to cause maybe not as many problems, but probably just the same and different problems. Yeah. The same and different yeah. problems should have been the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, we only have a couple minutes left. Do we want to handle some, uh, some listener questions? Sure. I feel like we only scratched the D- surface. Dandy, you want to talk about uh, Watch 10 a little bit? Because you wrote a piece on Six Yeah, oh, it, They're doing a major overhaul of the design language, basically, of the yeah. Apple Watch. Um, and, and this I is an Apple Watch podcast. To, yeah, that's right. We must we must tick that box. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can compare it a little bit to like iOS 7 and the way it, that they redid the design language. It's not as radical as yeah, that was. I don't think it's as upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of it makes makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it it seems to be born out of this, you know, we've we've had 10 years now almost mm-hmm. to see how people use the watch and the way we design apps right now isn't as optimal as it could be. So it's yeah. got a much bigger emphasis on like any screen showing you all the information on that single screen rather than you having right. like things you scroll through. It seemed um, like they they have recognized the limitations of the screen size of the Apple Watch yeah. and have started to say Actually, it would work better like this instead of yeah. instead of imagining it as an infinite space. Let's let's recognize that it is as small as it is, and get things working the best way they possibly could can in that yeah in that yeah. constraint. And, and I I think it looks really promising. Uh, I like the idea of the widgets from the watch face, um, including you can put complications in widgets. So if they're like complications, you can't put on. Because you're like, oh, I don't want that complication because it's not as useful. Like, And then I love the thing they showed off where it's like you use a timer. Uh, and then the timer like has its own little widget that pops up. It's like, that's great. That solves exactly the problem I had, which is I didn't want to have the timer thing on all the time. Because it's mm-hmm. when I'm not using a timer, it's not useful. But now it's sort of contextual. Like, yeah. I think that's very clever. What, what was Craig's joke about multiple timers? And we live in an age truly, of wonders. Oh yeah, <laughs> age of wonders. Somebody, um, I saw somebody t- took that seriously, as if that was like, as if he was really saying that that was something no, incredible. Was and I was like, what? How no, how could you miss that? That's just like yeah, that, that person is complete sarcasm. Cues. 
Yeah. And I, it's funny because it came a minute or so after with the weird force iPad <laughs> thing where I was like, oh, yeah. sometimes Apple keynote video humor does not work for me. And then he had a really funny line. I, I thought that was, I also, I thought, I, you didn't think that I thought the iPad thing was very funny. I, it didn't uh, work for me. Uh, Lex hates but, Star Wars, so okay, that I makes do, sense. I don't hate Star Wars. I hate some Star Wars. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure yet how I feel about the emotion stuff that's built into the new version of Health. Um, if it's like the breathing mm-hmm. reminders, I found very annoying. So if this is like that, not good. If it's different, and I, if you have to go, like I don't know. I, I have hope for it as a thing, but I really and I said this live while that event was happening. But I really appreciated Apple taking time to talk about mental health. Yeah. I think the same way that they talked about women's health um, in depth, uh, maybe two keynotes ago. Um, I just I, I feel like giving shining a light on mental health as a thing that's important is good. So I like that. Yeah. I thought that was. A nice yeah, thing. Me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And there's a ton of thing widgets on the lock screen on the iPad, widgets on your desktop on the Mac. I mean, so many f- things. We could talk forever. But so we promised to answer some questions. So let's answer some we questions. Did, we did. We did legally contracted. Right. And if you want to ask questions that we talk about, you got to go to Rebound Prime, which is prime.reboundcast.com. And I'll tell you the truth. We really like it when you do that. Um, TWA Sync. I think I didn't answer this one last week, although it's a great joke, uh, asks, if you go to an EV charging station in New Jersey, does someone else have to plug your car in for you? <laughs> no. Oh, well, um, yeah, we, should talk, oh, we got a bonus episode topic related that to that. We'll, we'll save it for that. Mr. E-Man says, now that Ted Lasso is over, the five rebound hosts drive their Mountain Dew returnables to Michigan and use the money to buy a team in the Scottish Premier League. In this scenario, Moltz is obviously Higgins. Which characters do the other hosts play? I think Dan and I are going to battle to take on Roy Kent. Hmm. Wow. Uh, uh, I don't. Ooh. I thought I was going to be Roy Kent, but no, no. But Higgins is no, definitely. You're beard. Higgins, no, you're beard. beard. I don't know. What I, to do. I don't know. I know that I'm really beard. beard. I look like beard, but I don't act yeah, like beard. No, you're you're beard. I'm I'm with Lex on this one. <laughs> okay. You're beard weird. All right, fine. Um, uh, can I be Trent Krim? <laughs> Yes. Oh my I, god, I, I want his hair so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I literally haven't cut my hair this entire season of Ted Lasso as I try to get Trent Krim hair. <laughs> That's a long journey, my friend. Mm-hmm. But yeah. God, we'll get there. Godspeed. I did this when Lost was on when I wanted to uh, wait. Uh, uh, James is uh, Will. Okay. I was going to say Jamie Tart just because they both talk funny. Uh, <laughs> not, uh, guy English might be Roy Kent. Yeah, Guy, guy might be Roy Kent. There Sounds you go. About right. Thank you. Okay. Well, right. so guy and I are the same person, or do you have somebody else? Oh no, you're not Roy Kent, Lex. I'm sorry. You're not. You're not crotchety enough. It's just not happening. Uh, Who am I? You're, I can't be Ted. You're Zava. Okay. Danny Rojas. Know, that was a joke. Uh, um, uh, oh, Danny. Danny Rojas. Uh, no, no. It's tricky. Podcasting is life. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think you might be Rebecca. <laughs> Oh, I'll take it. That's not bad. <laughs> um, Dinu asks, "Hi Lex, who is that podcast? Who is that podcast host you love less now? It's okay, you can share it here. I posted on Mastodon that it's rare, but not impossible. You can listen to a podcast from a host you love and then like them less over time. The host is, uh, as I was trying to allude to subtly, in not even subtly, in the post was uh, Dana Carvey on Fly on the Wall. Like the more you listen to that podcast, I love Dana Carvey." I just love my memory of Danny Carvey. The real Danny Carvey is getting kind of annoying. That's all. It's not that exciting, but now you know. Uh, listener Lex Friedman asks, so are you buying any of that stuff? I guess we didn't quite hit that question. Are you going to buy anything that you saw? Oh, uh, I'm not going to buy anything I saw, but there is one feature I really want that it might require me to upgrade my hardware. The continuity camera on the Apple TV requires an mm. Apple TV 4K. So 
Uh, unless John's got one going <laughs> spare, I may need. Doesn't require the one with the more storage space. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it does okay. require the more recent one. It's like I can't remember. It's like you the last two Apple generations. You can't have one. I thought you. No, had I, like ha- I do have one. I have one 4K Apple TV. Yeah, so I may yeah. need to get one of those. I I think that that feature of using you know your iPad or iPhone camera or whatever else on Apple TV for FaceTime is really smart. Yeah. Um, but it's not how I want to FaceTime. I, I like to be untethered on FaceTime. I, I think there are definitely use. I mean, I mean, Dan, I absolutely Dan will tell, yeah, tell you yeah. that there are use cases for this. But. And it's going to be available for like Zoom and stuff too. So that's all great because yeah. it's just a Kanye camera API. I was just watching the session. You can use your iPad as a camera as well. Um, which is nice. Somebody yeah. asked me if you could use the studio display, and I and I was like, I don't think so. Also, why? Um, well, listener Chris asks, are we living in an age of wonders? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> Ask, the, Ask answer. the answer. Mahir wants to know, what newly announced software features are you most interested in using? You know, Mahir, we're going to hit some of these questions just in the natural course of events. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we covered that. Uh, Direct of the Edmund Fitzgerald says, you know who else studied thousands of heads? <laughs> uh, that <laughs> was a hilarious line. Uh, phrenologists? Yeah, for, oh, for, yeah, phrenologists, yeah. They said that about ears, too, and I cannot wear original AirPods, so whatever. I will say, oh, um, that's the other, the other feature that does, I don't get on my existing device is the adaptive audio for the AirPods only works on the second generation AirPods Pro. Bumps yeah. me out. Uh, Josh wants to know, so other than the cost, what else is preventing you from buying the Apple Vision Pro? Uh, just rewind, Josh. We covered that. Yeah. I mean, like if, Jonathan, if it costs $100, I'd go get one. But, you know. Exactly. Not, yeah. Even I. <laughs> oh, if, just a pro tip, John. If somebody approaches you on the street and offers to sell you one for $100, it's not a real not Apple a Vision yeah. Pro. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, and, and Jonathan asks, Moltz. Yes. <laughs> My wife has an iPhone 8 and enjoys it greatly. Not sure I could convince her to ditch her home button. Since iOS 17 is dropping support for it, as the resident iPhones with home buttons expert, <laughs> does it still make sense to get the current SE, or should I sit down and be patient to see if Apple mentions an SE refresh this fall? I have well, a if they're personal gonna re- interest in this. Yeah, I, th- I think it is hilarious that he addresses this specifically to me. And fantastic. Yeah, I'm not answering. And fantastic. Uh, I love it. Um, if they are going to release a new SE, it's not going to have a home button for sure. Uh, there's a ch- small chance that it could have the touch ID button uh, as the power button, but I I would be surprised if they if they go that way. I, I think it's more likely going to have Face ID, and it's either going to be based on the uh, oh the ten the ten R or I think it's the the fourteen. Seem to be the the current, and so that so if she loves the uh, the the home button, I think the the current SE is a is a perfectly fine. I mean, I I think that um, I I am also running a phone an iPhone 13 mini, which has the same processor as the current SE. So um, obviously, I think that because um, I'm in this for the note that Moltz is recording this podcast on a Mac SE. If that influences (laughs) your interpretation, I would if I could. I, uh, uh, my, my wife has an eight and yeah, that's, that's going to be an issue is like, uh, do I, I just bought a, mm-hmm. the latest SE for my dad to replace his iPhone six. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if my wife's going to, the bigger problem is getting my wife to upgrade her phone. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Do you go to the SE or do you try to, do I try to convince her to get one of the new minis that like the last remaining minis? I don't know. I don't yeah. know what to do there. <laughs> well, they run the same processor. So it's, you know, it just depends on what form factor you like better, I guess. And yes, listeners, the last remaining minis is also a new Disney movie coming later. <laughs> Available <laughs> only on the Apple. Vision I still, Pro. I still hold out hope that someday they'll ship a new, they'll ship a new mini. But uh, we'll, we'll have to see. Whatever happens. 
Is that the end of the questions, Lex? That's the end of the questions. Is that the end is of that, the show? How do, we, how do we gracefully end the show? Just like this. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Aristocats. Aristocats. <laughs>